0: Irish Spring body wash and bar soap, fresh green Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's going on? You're listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James co here with you, joined alongside all by these crazy cast of characters. As we are here on a beautiful Wednesday. A Wednesday afternoon, getting you to the pod early this week in set for those Thanksgiving games. We got the WizKid from Wisconsin, Alex Gilhart. What's cracking?
2: Everything feels different this week. I I always forget. I was talking with this about Harmon uh, at the end of the day yesterday about how much thanksgiving week just blows up your week because 100%. the nfl season like we, we get highly routinized like you have content that comes out the you're same institutionalized day institutionalized, you son. your same schedule and then thanksgiving weekend comes up you're like oh sweet it's thanksgiving and then monday through wednesday you're like just oh this sucks losing your mind <laughs> you're just
1: absolutely slammed we now, got matt like I said,
2: we're here on a, we're on a wednesday i'm like what is happening
1: the balance is all off tilt uh tilting as well we have matt Harmon here what's going on not much. Just ready to talk some. <laughs> ready to rock and ready,
3: ready, to talk some ball. <laughs> talk some. <laughs> ready. <laughs> wow. Ready to you, talk with some. Bros. Ready to talk some ball. Talk, talk to some my ball, bros. man.
1: <laughs> oh wow.
4: Looking forward to it. Weird.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> A little bit weird. Magical beard fantasy. We got the uh, master of trade calls. Is trade calls R. I. P. Now? Trade calls. This was the last. I, okay. Trade
4: lively. fantasy trade deadline truthers. Yes. I did one more trade calls article and video it. this week. Deal fun. with it. Deal with it. Do not troll me. I don't care when your trade deadline is. I still wrote it. That's my friend. I I sent out a tweet right after I retweeted your article uh
3: with a with a meme that says it's not all about you and I said the official reminder for not in my league Twitter not available in my league Twitter and my trade date drug- trade deadline is past Twitter. Yeah. I caught I
4: caught Flack last week on Twitter when I sent it out. It was like trade deadline bro tread, <laughs> trade deadline is <laughs> past, bro. It's past, like yeah, well not in NFL.com standard leagues. Yeah, in your face. In your even face. ESPN in leagues. your face. Yeah, in ESPN. ESPN. It's, it's they're actually uh, November twenty second, which is actually today, is most trade deadlines. But hey, every league is different. every league is different. Some some leagues don't have a trade deadline. Just anarchy ensues. Yeah, those, I that's, that's that's wild.
1: Uh, we got producer Erica back there, rocking the uh, the, the hat today.
4: The loose cannon. Yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? What up? Oh. How we doing? Pal? How are we doing? We're
1: Wonderful. saying we
2: get the we get the full Erica experience today because she's producing the pod for us and our oh, NFL Pick'em yeah. segment. That's right. Pick that's right. Go. Saturday to show. Let's, Let's be uh, go. some self promoting shills right away which and tell can- everybody to watch it. NFL Network. Uh, at, at nine a.m. nine a.m. Eastern eight eight a.m. eight a.m. Eastern eight a.m. 8 a.m. Eastern?
3: Eastern crap three p.m. No, Eastern. yeah, three
4: p.m. Eastern and, and eleven p.m. Or yeah. you know what you do is you just search your DVR for <laughs> NFL pick'em and <laughs>
2: on Saturday record one of the. <laughs> seven I don't have.
1: Seven I don't have one of DVR. the four times that it's going to air. Yeah. we
2: made fools out of ourselves last week and this week we, may, fools. we one made fools. I made you guys
1: it. relevant. Relevant.
2: Wow. Wearing uh, Wearing a uh,
1: potato sacks is relevant. relevant
2: what? fools, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, court, we were court, fine. We're fine. I'm I'm fine looking. <laughs> no, it was fun. Court jesters were relevant in medieval times, though. That's true.
3: That's Until they were executed. Exactly. So we'll eventually be killed too. Dilly dilly. Oh. Dilly dilly. <laughs> it oh, <laughs> wow. All, it, it
1: all ties back.
3: Nah, I'm done dilly. with the dilly dilly thing.
1: Why is that Good why, for you? I'm I, so over it. I'm thank you. I'm, I'm so very much. Every, everyone's over it, but you can't get it out of your head though. Yes, you can. No, like I D- like a
4: nice mead. <laughs> like I don't oh, yeah. Who <laughs> wants to drink Bud Light? A nice, like, nice me. Nobody wants to drink Bud Light. I mean, light. but,
2: like, the beer beer commercials and their annoying uh, catchphrases are, like, a staple of American culture. From I know, but. Budweiser. You know, what uh, the? That, that was, uh, was, like, but that was funny. These guys are marketing. And, uh, I don't think this is funny. They're so good. And do you remember Jeez. the the one, too? I'm pretty sure it was a beer commercial Mark. with the, uh, okay. the <laughs> oh, I'm doing <laughs> fine. Thanks for asking. When, like, the guy came into the barbershop <laughs> whatever, and everybody's <laughs> always like, sup, 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 sup. And he's like, well, I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. Just flew in from Georgia. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a staple. These guys just, are genius. It's stupid. They're genius. It's a staple of American Still culture. Still, the funniest and commercial hey,
4: to date was The Stain. That was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As the guys in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great show in
1: front of us here today. Gonna get to every damn game. Uh, we will talk about some deep sleepers for those of you in deeper leagues. Derp sleepers <laughs> <laughs>
2: Had to say it.
0: Uh,
1: and we will get your daily daps as well. All right. But we shall start your show as we always do with your top fantasy headlines.
2: News Breaking news. News. News.
1: news. news! I almost said daps. <laughs> it's hard to keep news Wednesday. Everything's thrown off right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll yeah, start yeah. in Carolina. Greg Olson back Woo-hoo! for the Panthers. Expected to play. Mm. In week twelve. I was a little bit surprised by that. I thought he might need a little bit more practice time, but You thought hey, you thought wrong. I thought I was wrong. That's in your <laughs> face, James. Greg Olson back for Carolina. <laughs> expectations for the great tight end, Alex Gilhar. <laughs> I'm sorry I just
2: saw something French, but in the rundown for the future. Uh but I think it's great news. Like they have a huge target void right now. Because uh, Curtis Samuel just got injured, they traded Calvin Benjamin, and uh, yeah, other people are discovering that the Nuggets hit it in the uh, the rundown. rundown. But I think you know it's always dicey playing a starting a player on their first week back from an injury. You don't right. know their playing time. You know we see some guys come in and play fifty percent of the snaps. Some play like twenty. Like we had recent instances like when Charles Clay came back a couple weeks ago, he played like sixty percent of the snaps. But then Danny Woodhead last week only played like twenty some. So, but granted. Tight end is a disaster. It is. They have a desperate need for pass catchers. Olsen has a good history with Newton. I kind of am okay with starting him this week.
1: I'm okay with it, too. I mean, he's got such a great chemistry with Cam Newton. I, it kind of leads me into my next question, my next point. Uh, Matt Harman, do, do you feel like it provides a safer floor, higher ceiling, a better range of outcomes for Cam Newton? I don't know. I the good news for the uh, the good news for the
3: Panthers getting Greg Olson back right now too is they just lost Curtis Samuel for the year, right? Uh, which creates even more of a target. Bro, I him. just said that. I know, but I'm just saying it's good time. It's good timing, and I think that I think that look, Greg, Greg Olson is clearly the most like reliable target for Cam Newton over the last few years. So I guess you could make the argument that this kind of stabilizes his floor, which has been. You know, kind of up and down this entire Very up year, and down. yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think it's it's good news for the Panthers' offense.
1: Hey, in Dallas, Tyron Smith back practicing for a Dallas. He could play. Uh, not quite sure quite as of yet. But uh, what does it mean for the run game? What does it mean for Dak Prescott? Because, man, he had just been absolutely brutalized by these opposing defensive lines, Matt, franchise. But uh, yeah. Tyron Smith now back for Dallas. What do you think?
4: Well, Tyron Smith might be back, might be limited. Uh, but uh, uh, 50% Tyron Smith, I think, is better than whatever else they've been rolling out there. Agreed. Uh, but – Leo Collins, another offensive lineman, popped up on the injury report. He's very good, too. So, eh. Eh. Uh, Cowboys, no, dealing, Cowboys <laughs> dealing with some issues in this offensive line. So, we'll see what happens. I think Tyron Smith back, obviously, is a good sign. But either way, uh, you know, I kind of like the Chargers. We shall find out.
1: Uh, they've got those two great, I mean, just great uh, pass rushing defensive end. So, um, yeah, <laughs> if, uh, if if Collins and, and Tyron Smith are, are out of there,
2: yeah. Uh, it well, could be a long day. If Tyron Smith is out, that's the big domino piece. Cause I know you were just tweeting some NGS stuff about this, but I was looking at it yesterday for the Thanksgiving matchups preview. Almost twenty six percent of Dak Prescott's career sacks have come in the last two games that Tyron Smith
3: is. Wow. Passed. The Cowboys <laughs> He's been sacked
2: twelve times the last two weeks. That's His insane. previous worst stretch of getting sacked was in uh last year when he was sacked thirteen times over six games. Wow. That's incredible.
3: Cowboys allow a 1.2% sack rate on the left side of the offensive line when Tyron Smith plays, and yes. that jumps to a 12.8% sack rate oh, when he stays. Unbelievable. Oh my it's God. a massive
1: they, they, jump. They
3: average 6.02 yards per play with Smith in the lineup okay. and 4.07 without, and that 1.94 differential leads all offensive linemen. Uh, so, I mean, he's the biggest difference maker in the league. Yeah, it's,
2: Tyron Smith, it, you the real enemy. Like, <laughs> no it sounds like he's going to play, but if he doesn't, Do what you can to start the Chargers' uh, defense in fantasy, whether it's daily or your league, because Bosa and Ingram could, like, break the sack record in a game. I like
1: it. Robert Woods in Los Angeles expected to be out for a couple of weeks with a shoulder injury. That, according to head coach Sean McVay. Although it flew right in the face. There was, like, a, a report, like, hours earlier that said, Robert Woods wouldn't miss any time. A little bit of confusion in the fantasy streets, but no, Sean McVay cleared it all up. He said Robert Woods, the leading receiver for the leading offense in the NFL, going to be out yeah, man. for a couple of weeks. Franch, your thoughts?
4: I think uh, I just actually, because of this news, put Cooper Cup in trade calls as a trade, for, trade uh, for the rest of the season. Cooper Cup is second among all wide receivers in the NFL with 16 red zone targets this year. Interesting. Second. I think it's Dez and Devontae Adams only have okay. 17. He has 16. Uh, so I think and Cooper Cup's already a high volume t- target guy. Right. I think he sees even more volume. I mean, the Rams struggled to put up points last week. They only had seven, but they're still one of the top three highest scoring teams, offenses in the league. So I think Cooper Cup's volume goes up. I know there's been rumors of like, oh, maybe it's a committee approach at wide receiver. Maybe Sammy Watkins gets more looks, but I think Cooper Cup is that. Uh, that go-to guy for Jared Goff. I love Sammy
3: Watkins in this game. Love him. If, if. Marshawn Lattimore sits too. Okay. I think that's really good news. Lattimore's been awesome I didn't know Lattimore work- was on
1: the injury report. Yeah. Yeah, he left he,
3: uh, he, late in that game last week. he came week. back, He Did came it? And then he left after one Oh, down. I see. So, uh, he has an ankle injury. If he does not play in this game, that's really, really good news. Oh, that's Sammy cute. Watkins. And even, even regardless, I think that we'll see him see a bump up in targets. So,
1: I think if you have Watkins, this is one of the weeks to play him. Okay. I like it. Andre Ellington cut by the Cardinals, then claimed by the Houston Texans after the Texans lost Deontay Foreman for the season with that Achilles injury. Does Andre Ellington, whiz kid, have any value in PPR?
2: I mean, maybe. Foreman was starting to get into the mix more. Uh, I haven't looked at, like, specific splits with how much Tom Savage is targeting his running backs, but he's probably at least worth a speculative ad. And, uh, you know, Miller's had a hefty workload this year, so in the off chance he gets injured, Ellington could fall into a pseudo featured back role, but Alfred Blue still hanging in the mix. So
1: Very good point. Sterling Shepard, DNP Tuesday, still dealing with migraines. Ah! They're trying to figure out what the deal is with Sterling Shepard, but uh, obviously we'll keep a very close eye on this situation. Kelvin Benjamin avoided major ligament damage in his knee, still dicey for Sunday. Again, they're trying to figure out if there's any additional structural damage to Kelvin Benjamin's knee. I, and again, I checked this on Tuesday. I did not get an updated report here on a Wednesday morning, but as of Tuesday, Kelvin Benjamin avoided major ligament damage in his knee. Um, his
3: day-to-day is what the latest report was, so I don't know that we know much more than that.
1: Uh, a late addition from, uh, I think, Matt Franchise here. Tyrod Taylor is yes. announced the starter. Yes, this morning
4: Buffalo. This morning they announced that. I want to get that in there while talking about Kelvin Benjamin. So I it, like it. He's
3: is, definitely a streamer. Is Kelvin Benjamin a drop? I think he's a drop. I think you can just drop him.
4: If he him. is not gonna play he's not gonna play this week, I think you can just drop him.
2: Well, and that whole passing offense in general, I was just looking at this. Yeah. Uh only one wide receiver on that team has had five plus targets in back to back weeks since their week six bye, and it's Zay Jones.
3: Yeah, new new receiver or receiver on a new team, he's injured. They're they're in and out of their commitment to their quarterback, I think you just drop him. Yeah, I, think, I think he's the type of player, like, when the hell, you know, if you're if you're in contention right now, when are you going to want to play Kelvin Benjamin? I true. would say zero times. I dropped him for Corey Coleman, in the, one of the only places I have him. Yeah, I think that's Oh, heck yeah, that's yeah, a great move. Corey
1: Coleman, 100%, no doubt. Uh, Tariq Cohen played 31 snaps in Week 11, the second most uh, for him of the season, more than Benny Cunningham, which is important, but it's the same as uh, Jordan Howard. He produced in this game, Tariq Cohen did, 59 total yards, a touchdown, it's, it's interesting to me because I don't uh, – and I've been belaboring this point all season long, but why doesn't John Fox and and, and Logans get him out there? I just – every single time he's on the field, you have to account Remember for early
2: him. in the season when he was electric and, like, they were yeah. giving him 10, 12 touches a game and he was ripping off at least one big play a game? Exactly.
3: The answer is within your question. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't – feel like – I don't Fox understand
2: Fox it. And
4: before, before week 11, there was a quote from John Fox saying that they weren't using Tariq Cohn because he was – not doing well in pass protection. That's fine, but you got to find yeah. a way to get them out there. I, I mean, agree. I, I, agree. I, I feel like the pass protection thing is is just such a cop out. You got to find a way.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why they pay you multiple millions of dollars. Figure out they, a way to get your playmakers on the field. The
2: the most damning quote was when one of them said, "Well, so the defense is dictating what we do." And that's just not how you should run your offense no. at all. Your offense should dictate what's happening. You, 100%. You don't let you don't put your offense out there see what the defense is doing and go, "Oh man, well we just, you know, I mean, you make audibles, but like having that saying that the defense is dictating who you're playing is, like...
1: And let's be real BS. here. Let's be real. If John Fox, if the offensive coordinator saw nine in a box, ten in a box, guess what? They're still running the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, a, oh, the defense dictated that I check out of this. No, you're still running the ball. I mean, because that's what you guys do. But that's what I don't understand. A, a heavy run team doesn't get one <laughs> of their most explosive running backs out on the field. I know I've been it's still, t- It's
2: still Just hard make- to... Trust Cohen after having him disappear for so many. Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, Bob. If he keeps this level of playing time again this week, then maybe down the stretch, if they've got some favorable matchups, just because running back is an absolute disaster as well. Very
3: good point. What position isn't, to be honest with you? Uh,
2: the quarterback. Quarterback the is top messy. quarterbacks. D- Defense. Defense. <laughs>
3: If you have the Jags, if you have the Jags,
2: <laughs> or Steelers or receiver uh, Ravens, su- receiver
3: sucks this year too.
2: <laughs> it's just, it's been a weird year, man.
3: Everything sucks. It's so all like, bad. Our, just uh, quit.
2: Buddy Rich Rebar at uh, Roto World had a great tweet about how this whole season has basically been player X is not single handedly winning me games. What should I do about them? Yeah, it's right. like nobody's single handedly winning yeah. people games. It's true. it's like one of, somebody in, uh, I think it was Marcus said it was the Kareem Hunt effect because Kareem Hunt had like was just storming over the league those first couple weeks and people were got accustomed to that type of production, but it's just not how this year is going.
1: Well, it was yeah. sad, too, because we also had another great uh, rookie running back in Dalvin Cook. I, Dalvin Cook feels like a million years I I like forget
3: he exists, <laughs> and then every now and again he gets brought up on a podcast. I listen to him like, Oh, hell, that's right. Yeah, he, they they had some, like, really exciting rookie running back at oh some point. Oh, my God.
1: For the first few weeks of the season, Dalvin Cook was also a beast as well. He was, right? like, Just leading some, the league in rushing, I it think. It was craziness. Yeah. It was absolute yeah. craziness. Wow, well, what a time. Um, I know. Uh, wide receiver John Brown not expected to play versus Jacksonville. <laughs> Who was What's that guy's mean? name they called up? Ag- Agadosi.
3: Agadosi. Yeah, there's some some giant 6'5". <laughs> 6'6". Six, 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 giant six. guy from, uh, from Rutgers. Okay. Sorry, James. He only runs a
2: four-five, but
1: that's pretty good for six-six, right? Six-six, four-five. That's great.
2: All right. I love that was the James. That was the James surprise forty-time face. Yes. Made, made famous by the George, George Kittle, Kittle reveal because <laughs> <laughs> James did the.
4: Whoa. <laughs> Carlton Agudosi. I googled his yeah. name the other day, and the first result that came up was set. the article was titled "The Mystery of Carlton Agudosi." <laughs>
1: I like it, man. He's right. Got, he's got a weird shape, though. He's six-six-two-zero-five. He's big? skinny as hell. James. He's a basketball but player. Some dangerous,
2: danger zone potential there. I
1: already know who's going to be in next week's co-nose. There you go. Boom. Let's get it going. <laughs> Let's talk deep sleepers, shall we? Uh, Matt Harmon, hit me. Yeah, so a guy I wrote in the deep dive this week is Byron Marshall. I love this pick. Uh,
3: <clears throat> and here's the thing. Like, I don't know if I want to play Byron Marshall this week. Uh, I want to it, roster him, though. Yeah, I definitely think he's worth rostering, so much so that I used uh, Secret Privileges – to uh, get him moved from wide receiver to running back on NFL.com's game because we were behind what? the eight ball, <laughs> listing him as a wide receiver, what? even though he's listed as a running back on Washington's depth chart. And he by played s- both positions at Oregon, yeah. but, I mean, still. By, by secret privileges, I said, hey, Gellhart, we should probably move him. To- <laughs> 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 not not quite as <clears throat> sexy as the Ty Montgomery debate of last year. Yes. Uh, God, what a terrible time. But, anyways, Byron Marshall. Former receiver at Oregon, as you mentioned, he caught yeah. seventy-four passes at Oregon in two thousand and fourteen. He has been uh, bouncing around the Eagles' practice squad. Just got called over to Washington, but they lost Chris Thompson for the year. I don't think Samaje Pirine's is just going to like take over pass catching duties there. He's de- I, I like Pirine the rest of the way a lot, but uh, Marshall could get into the mix again. I don't know that I want to be playing him on Thursday night, but I definitely think he's worth rostering because he might like the. The Redskins might just not have a choice but to make yep. him their pass catching
2: back. This doesn't feel like the game script that might service Byron Marshall too. I would, I imagine he'll get in the mix, but like the Washington should handle the Giants at home on yeah. Thursday night.
3: Yeah, they they should. I really, I really like P Ryan a lot in this game. Yeah, same. Uh, writing him in uh, the next gen stats preview that should be up in a couple hours. So
1: all right, Wizkid from Wisconsin, what you got?
2: Uh, I'm going with uh, Tamposi's favorite team and uh, picking up on Dammy, Dammy, Dammy.
1: That sounds right. That's
3: normally what normally what you say when you play Danny Amendola is "Damn "Damn it!" Why did
2: I do that? Uh, No,
4: it's like "Damn." Uh, No, I mean, depends no, no. on if he actually Inaccurate. finishes
2: the game or not. But the thing is, uh, Chris Hogan might still be out. Um, the Miami has given up a lot of production to slot wide receivers. The uh, seventh most yards in the league, uh, only two touchdowns. But this is a Patriots offense that should score a bunch of points. And um, I don't know, just it's a good, good deep, deep sleeper there. I like it.
1: I like it a lot. Uh, I will give you Charcantric West taking on Buffalo because <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo's defense Fair. has just been just awful. Yeah. And as much as we want Kareem Hunt. To just get a hundred percent of the snapshot, it's just not happening.
2: Wouldn't it be very Andy Reid to have this perfect blow-up spot for fantasy football for Kareem Hunt and have him give 17 carries to Charcandrick West? Yes, hundred percent, which he takes for 156 yards. You know what I'm saying? Touchdown. It would just Sick. be
1: it would that would be the most Andy Reid thing ever. Charkhandrick West has has carved out a nice role in this offense for the Chiefs. And the Buffalo Bills obviously have struggled against running backs. They've struggled against everybody. So, um, Charcantric West, a deep sleeper if you are desperate. And, and it's it's surprising to me, too, because especially in PPR, he's actually been a serviceable player uh, the last couple of games for the for the Kansas City Chiefs, and his ownership percentage still shockingly low. Because I, And I think it has to do with the fact that people really want Kareem Hunt <laughs> to come back, to be that dominant force. You know what I'm saying?
3: It it doesn't even matter if if he is that dominant force or not. This is exactly the type of player you should have rostered anyways if you're going to go to the fantasy playoffs because if like next if if Monday god forbid we're sitting here like well Kareem Hunt out for the rest of the season with some injury, you're going to want to have Turkandrick West cuz he'll be he'll just be an RB2 like by default. I
4: agree with that. All right, French, what you got? Uh, My deep sleeper, I'm going with Jacoby Brissett at, at quarterback. It's not Ronald McDonald? Uh, it's Ronald. not Ronald McDonald. I don't know who put that in the rundown. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. I right. think it was Tamposi. You're uh, you're Robbie slicing Allen. off a piece she, of that Jake she's Brisket. She's the link. Yeah, Jake Brisket against the Titans. of love it. Uh, Tennessee love gave it. up 399 yards at four passing touchdowns to Big Ben last week. That feels On bad. the road in Pittsburgh. They're on the road again this week in Indianapolis. Yep. Uh, and the Titans have given up 21 pass touchdowns to opposing quarterbacks, which – Ties them for second most in the league. L-
2: Brissette had a good game against them earlier in the year, too. And uh, I remember vividly because it was Monday night and I was tilting because I needed, like, two more points to win for the first time in the Fantasy Live League. And Dante Mon- Moncrief dropped a touchdown. Moncrief dropped hit a him right down. in the hands.
4: And that game, T.Y. Hilton was like a ghost. And Brissette still put up, like, 14 points. Yep. So I think, I think T.Y. Hilton gets going in this game against the Titans. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: Ditch the expensive colognes and overpowering teenage body sprays. Get yourself some Oil Can Hancock's Man Spray. Oil Can Hancock's are built in America with pride, crafted for those who aren't afraid to get dirty and keep going. All available at a great, great price. Plus, for a limited time, you can use the code NFLFAN30 for 30% off your order, plus free shipping at www.buyoch.com. Oil Can Hancocks has you covered, guaranteed. Please let us know what your favorite scent is or where you like to freshen up with Oil Can Hancocks. Again, use that code, NFLFan30, for 30% off your order plus free shipping at www.buyoch.com. Let's get to every damn game. EDG will hit those Thursday games first. Minnesota taking on Detroit in the Motor City. Matt Harmon, what do you got? What a dope slate of games. On it's really Thursday good. Thursday Sometimes they're not. Yeah, I, I'm interested in
3: every single one of these yeah. games. Uh, so starting off with the Vikings uh, at Detroit. Uh, on the on the Lions side. As per usual, don't want to play Amir Abdul. I never want to play Amir Abdul in fantasy, so that'll just get our start starting right off. I don't care that he scored touchdowns recently. It doesn't matter.
2: Yo, he, uh, had, he had his like, career-high game against Minnesota earlier in the year. For like 86 yards or uh, It was 92, thank you. Oh, I, I apologize <laughs> for slowing No, I'm with him. you. I don't want to start. I don't
3: want to play him here. Um, I do kind of like Theoretic as a as a, as a as a play against, the, against the, the, the Vikings. But otherwise, in the passing game, I think this game sets up really well for Golden Tate. Uh, Marvin Jones should get tracked around the field by Xavier Rhodes, so kind of would prefer not to be playing uh, Marvin Jones in this contest.
2: Real quick on that, I asked NGS for it, and last, when they faced earlier this year, uh, he shadowed him on, I think, 26 of 30 coverage snaps and gave up just one catch on four targets. Nope. Yeah. So, he, so e- he erased him. So pass.
3: Uh, <laughs> and, and same same last year, too. I don't think he did anything against the Vikings in either of his two starts there. Um, otherwise... Not, a, yeah, so not interested there, but like I said, really think this game sets up for a bounce back for Golden Tate. Um, how do you guys feel about Stafford in this one? Because I was asked this on the Fantasy Pros podcast last night, and I don't think I'm really into Stafford in this spot. No, not against it, the Vikings. It, it helps that he's at home, uh, and he's been hot lately, but I just generally think like Mike Zimmer has a really good tr- track record against all of his interdivision division yep. uh, foes, mm-hmm. and yep. that's including Stafford. So I like Keenum. Uh, better than better than Stafford in the
2: same. I think if you're in a pinch, Stafford can be like a fine low end quarterback yeah. play. because uh, I mean there are you know the, oh, so many quarterbacks are injured. You might not want right. to chase somebody else. But you're exactly right, Zimmer. Uh, in his seven games against Stafford since he took over as the Vikings coach, uh, Stafford has averaged just 220 yards, 1.3 touchdowns, and .3 interceptions per game. So okay. there is a reasonable floor there with a touchdown and 200 yards. But uh, I don't know. I've seen some people trying to – this is, I think, the lowest projected game on the Thursday slate, but uh, I think JJ was looking at some numbers. This could be a sneaky game to – Overperform from a scoring standpoint.
3: Both of these teams, especially Detroit, leans pass-heavy, uh, especially when there's neutral game script. So there's a there's reason to think this could be reasonably high scoring, and I guess it wouldn't totally shock me. But I also think it could be a total seventeen fourteen slugfest. Last year it was
2: sixteen um, thirteen. Right. They played so on Thanksgiving.
3: Wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, on the Viking side, I mean, I know you're playing you're playing Stephon Diggs every week. You're playing Adam Thielen obviously every week. I think you can roll out both running backs in this. Same. Spot, too. Uh, they're kind of like the poor man's version of what the Saints have going on hmm. in that they have, like, their Latavius Murray as their Mark Ingram and Jarek McKinnon as their uh, as their Alvin Kamara. So I, both uh, – the line is run blocking really well. Detroit has been giving up production on the ground lately. I think yeah. play both play uh, both backs here.
2: 313 rushing yards to opposing backs alone in the last two weeks is what Detroit has given up. It's LCH. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's the Chargers. They're in Dallas. Uh, they're in the Big D. Uh, French, what do you got?
4: Yeah, Sean Lee's going to be out again, I think, for this game for Dallas. Yeah. So, uh, Melvin Gordon, and maybe if you got Austin Eckler, maybe flex him in a deeper league. I'm down. Uh, but I think the the Chargers running backs, I think Keenan Allen, I think Phillip Rivers are all goes. Uh, on the Dallas side, uh, you're probably starting Dez and hoping, like, I don't know, hoping he gets oh. in the end zone. I don't think you can start Dak. Uh, the Chargers D is definitely in play with those uh, holes in the offensive line we mentioned earlier. And I think you can start Alfred Maris. 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 Because the Chargers D all season has been uh, not the able Ash. to stop running backs last two weeks, last yep. four weeks and all season. So I like Maris first. You know, High high yardage, high volume.
1: If, the Tyron, if
3: Tyron Smith plays, Dak Prescott top ten quarterback this week for me.
1: Email. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. So.
3: um Why? Because I think that th- he's just – I was, like, about to move on, but I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> he's just such a difference maker uh, in this game. And I think this game could be the highest scoring game on the Thursday slate. I think Dallas will have to take to the air. And, like, I was re- – I mean, we re- read, look at the numbers, man. Like, he's just a massive – Tyron Smith makes all the difference in the world. Uh, and Dak Prescott was completely and utterly cooking before he went out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. I know Bosa and Ingram are a great pass rushing duo. Right. Uh, but, like – Again, if they get a Hall of Fame left tackle back in there, I just think that is such a massive difference. And this, uh, it's not like a great matchup
1: on uh, on paper for for Dak in the passing game, it but is I think not.
3: everything sets up really well as
2: long
1: as Smith is there. Interesting. All right, uh, Giants taking on Washington in Washington. Gelhar, what do you got? Uh,
2: Sterling Shepard. We ha- as we mentioned, we have to watch his status closely. Uh, I don't think I want to play Eli Manning in general, but if Sterling Shepard is out, especially, do not even consider Eli Manning. Yeah. Uh, Orleans Darkwell man. <laughs> I love this guy. Stud. <laughs> he's just—he's had what uh, a stud. Seriously, he's, he's put up double-digit standard fantasy points in four of his last six games. Seventy-plus rushing yards. and Put three some speck on his name. Put <laughs> some speck on his name. Uh, you just—you can't, can't turn away from that, like, because yeah. he gives you a solid floor, and if he gets in the end zone, it's a great week. So I agree. Uh, Evan Ingram uh, still tied for the team lead in targets last week. And as we said, just one catch. Imagine he would bounce back. Uh, The Redskins have not been able to stop tight ends pretty much all year. Case in point, the ghost of Kobe Flaner tagged him for for 91 yards and caught all five of his targets last week. The ghost of Kobe Flaner. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Unreal. Love it. That's all you need to know. Love it. Uh, On the flip side, I think Cousins is in a great spot to start. P. Ryan's in a great spot to start. I'd flex the hell out of Jamison Crowder. Uh, he's been producing a lot, and uh, he's got a decent matchup there. I think – I don't know how you feel, James. This this could be the Josh Doxson Oh, my
1: game. God. You know I'm in.
2: This could be the game. I'm
1: all in on Josh the Doxson. The Giants
2: defense, like, they gave it their all last week. They, yeah. they got their W. Sure. Now they got to go on the road. Short week against a good offense. Kirk's starting to trust him. It, I don't know. I like, I, I I like think it. I think if the if
1: um, if the game goes the way I think it will, um, Josh. Well, first of all, we've seen Josh Doxon over the last couple of weeks really get involved in deep passes. Mm-hmm. He had uh, about ninety some odd uh, air yards in week ten, and then uh, hundred and fifteen air yards in week eleven. The, and and just if you don't know, hundred and fifteen that's elite level uh, type of air yards per game, right? We're talking like Mike Evans, Antonio Brown style uh, air yards here, right? So. Uh, Kirk Cousins obviously trusting D- uh, Doxon deep and it's paying off as a matter of fact. So I you know according to Next Gen stats um Kirk Cousins has a quarterback rating of 115 mm-hmm. when targeting Josh Doxon 20 yards downfield or more. So um yeah, it's was a was
2: the co-nose guy yeah, you yeah, yeah. missed it so
3: I, I edited that, which was a mess, by the way. It was. <laughs> uh, but, but uh, no, no. It's a, it's a Usually re- is. It's really, yep. uh, it's a really good piece, and, and everybody should uh, should check it out.
2: But, yeah, I kind of like Doxon as a sneaky play this week. And then Vernon like Davis, one. especially for we Giant Steve, Giants D versus Jordan's tight ends. Jordan's. Sadly, Jordan's. the scoring the streak touchdown came streak to an end. But that. Kelsey still hit him for 100-plus 100 100 yards. Yeah, so. exactly.
4: Can we just real quick, like, all the – Players that we drafted on the Redskins, except for Kirk Cousins, like early in the year, and maybe Jameson Crowder, are, are dead now. They're all gone. Yeah. it's crazy. And, and,
1: and yet Kirk
3: has still been awesome. Yeah, he's and he's the, an amazing the offense fantasy hasn't, quarterback. Hasn't really lost pace. It's
4: just wild all the injuries.
3: I think Pirine though, like rest of the season, um, great, great play. really, really, really high volume about for show. I tweeted this out today, and it'll be in the Next Gen Sats column. Washington's the only team that ranks inside the top ten in average yards gained before close, which, as we talked about a few weeks ago, is really good measure for measuring run blocking. They're yep. the only team that ranks inside the top ten, seventh best, uh, that also averages their running backs average less than 4.0 yards per carry. So I think that goes to show the rushing environment is really conducive to a workhorse back ready to take it over. P. Ryan had his best game last week uh, when he got 20-plus carries. Yep. I think he's ready to rock those. He's that nice. kind
1: no yeah. doubt about it. Uh, by the way, I, I feel like John Gruden has not gotten enough. Jay. Excuse me. Jay, Jay Gruden has not gotten enough credit for the work that he's done for Washington. Their offensive line has been absolutely ravaged this they, year. They lost their
2: top two running backs. Their, their top two running top backs. All their receiver.
1: exactly Exactly. Their, their wide receivers have been all over Jordan the place. Reed. Jordan Reed. Reed has been injured. Uh, the, the job that Gruden has done in Washington uh, is Extremely
2: underappreciated. It's been, been an underrated year for him, no doubt about it. Uh, where team are we? just Here. needs to win. Carolina, Carolina,
1: early Sunday. Carolina,
2: Harmons Panthers <laughs> taking on the Jets. Matt Harmon, Armin, what do you got?
3: Well, oh, by the way, Jordan Reed just literally ruled out. Was oh.
2: oh, there we go. Fire up uh, Vernon Davis, 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 tight end. Smash, one, baby. <laughs> cool.
3: God, get, get Jordan Reed out of here, <laughs> anyways. Uh, Carolina at New York, uh, the Jets. I mean, I think we kind of know what the deal is with them. If all their running backs play, I think they're a real they're a real dicey bet to to use any of them, <laughs> uh, especially against the Carolina defense. Uh, but Robbie Anderson. He's a tough one for me because he should see a lot of James Bradbury in this game Bradbury's a really good emerging young corner uh, the Panther secondary is really no joke especially uh, especially with their, the way they're putting heat on the quarterbacks and the Jets do allow a lot of pressure on Josh McCown. I think this is probably a week to shy away from playing McCown as a streamer um, but I think you can I think you can use uh, Anderson and Safarian Jenkins because of their volume. Uh, and feel reasonably confident about it, but that's pretty much it on the Jets' side for me. For Carolina, uh, obviously Cam Newton and company car- came, coming off their best week of the season on in Monday night, in Week 10. Now they're coming off their bye. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has three touchdowns over his last two games played. He's really starting to round into form. I think yep. he's an obvious start. The guy who I think is really not getting enough credit right now is Devin Funches, who I think is having, he hasn't had a 100 yard game yet this year, but I think this could be it. He has 20, 32.5 and 20.7% of Cam Newton's intended air yards over his last two games. He's moved over to the left side of the field, where he's seen uh, 85% of his targets since Kelvin Benjamin has been traded. Um, I think this guy is, you know, He's like a wide. He's a wide receiver. Start every every I agree. every game the rest of the way, and the Jets definitely can be had in the secondary. So he's someone I want to
4: play.
1: Tennessee taking on Indianapolis in Indianapolis. Matt franchise. What do you got?
4: Yep, I think you're firing up Demarco Murray, Rashard Matthews, uh, Corey Davis, and Marcus Mariota because the Colts defense. Is uh it's vulnerable? Vulnerable. <laughs> do I, do you know, I have to play Demarco Murray. <laughs> I think you do. I mean, uh, it's it's like every week. It's like, do I play Henry? Or we always get these Henry questions, and he just never does nah, it. Like, Henry does I don't think do Henry, Henry does
2: anything. Henry isn't too much, but Demarco Murray uh has been kind of a disaster since uh, his big like 115 yard game against the Seahawks in like week three or whatever. Except when he
4: plopped three touchdowns. Right. I mean, he's
2: only scored in two games since then, and I think he's uh had fewer than 70 scrimmage yards in three games since then too so like he he's was definitely
4: d- shut down by Pittsburgh last week.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. been it's been rough. It's a um, pliable defense
1: obviously uh, this this week around though.
2: Yeah,
4: and and Mariota's been not a great fantasy quarterback, but I think this is a matchup he can attack. Uh I mentioned Jacoby Brissett. I think TY Hilton uh has a has a good game. He had put up 29 fantasy points in his last game before the bye. So just one thing to monitor, brissett has been in concussion protocol. I think Chuck Pagano said right. uh, He's will be good to go, but I don't think he's been cleared yet. That's yeah. right. Uh, and then I don't want to mess with the Colts running backs in this game. They offer no ceiling. There's nobody on bye this week. No. You got other options.
2: The Titans have a good run defense too. That's the yep. one that's the strong spot of their uh, defense. But if uh, if Brissette is a surprise and active the Titans' defense comes into streaming play. Yes, because definitely. Scott Tolzien is under center, and that's all the analysis you need to give. V-Bad. <laughs> v- bad.
1: Uh, Tampa Bay taking on Atlanta, NFC South battle. Jameis ruled out again for Week 12. No surprise there. But again, here we go. Tampa Bay taking on Atlanta in the Dirty South. Gilhart, what do you got? Uh,
2: Matt Ryan's actually been kind of rounding into fantasy form lately. Uh, not ha- – hasn't had a crazy, like, ceiling output, but he has two touchdowns in four straight games, just two interceptions in that span. Uh, his yardage totals left a little be desired. He's averaging just 244 per game, but he's placing that Bucks defense who just gave up 282 yards and a touchdown to Matt Moore in one half of football. And they're at home. And they're at home. So, good spot there. Uh, Devonta Freeman's still in concussion protocol as of the recording of this podcast. We'll uh. have to watch that. Yep. Um, Tevin Coleman uh, grinded out a solid performance last week. He had 20 carries, 43 yards, touchdown, 15 receiving yards. Uh, Efficiency looks bad, but – the Falcons were nursing a lead for most of that game, and uh, Tevin Coleman faced uh, Per Next Gen Stats eight plus defenders in the box, the third highest amount of time uh, last week. Fifty five percent of his carries. So, Seahawks also have a great run defense. Seahawks also have a good run defense, so that was kind of uh, kind of predictable there. Um, I mean, Julio Jones, we can't you are not sitting him. It's obviously been a frustrating year. This was a great stat from our research packet. He's been targeted thirteen times in the end zone this year. That's the fourth most in the league. Has just one touchdown. Still. Oh baby. So maybe some regression there. Who knows? Whatever. Uh, but again, this Bucks secondary has been gashed a lot. They are tied for the league lead in yardage allowed to receivers. Muhammad Sanu, decent flex play. Yep. I don't like Austin Hooper this week. Hooper. Uh, the Bucks have pretty good. Bucks have a good athletic uh, set of linebackers, and they've been pretty good at shutting down tight ends all year. And as for the Bucks, I mean, maybe stream Ryan Fitzpatrick. Don't feel good about it. Uh, Doug. Yeah. Mar- why not? I mean, it's it could be a shootout type of game, and yeah. uh, it's, it's it's one that could project pretty well for him. Uh, Doug Martin, I don't. No, I'm done. I'm yeah. done.
3: Sick, of, no, sick of Doug I'm Martin. Out. Get I'm get out, get, I'm
2: out I'm on out. Doug Martin. My, I've already
3: I've already seen the future. <laughs> I'm sick of Doug Martin. We're over the Doug Martin experience. Uh, yeah. The Bucks will sign Le'Veon Bell to a massive contract, and he'll be a big wow. big free agent bust for them next year. Oh, okay. <laughs> he'll, wow. he'll go full. He'll go full. Uh, Demarco <laughs> Murray. Uh, 20, circa Eagles. 2015 yeah on <laughs> on the bucks <laughs> already complete. I was jo- joking when I said it in Slack yeah, this morning, but okay. now the more I've thought about it, it's serious. It's and and you can know it. You seven. can actually just you can sub in Bucks for Dolphins. One of those two dumb Florida teams is making that move. Wow. Just oh my goodness. Some some heat right fireballs
2: over there. Cool. Uh, right and in then, the future. Yeah, you probably want to start Mike Evans because of volume. Deshaun Jackson, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. I'm kind of steering clear of these tight ends for now if I can because yeah. it's been it's been diceier than it used to be. Cameron Brate was kind of locked in and he's been yeah. losing some work to OJ Howard, so you just don't know how it's going to. If
1: Fitzpatrick, I kind of feel good about oj howard
2: yeah i think really? i, I think
4: put him on streamers just because howard's uh kind of liked howard more i agree i agree with that
1: chicago taking on philadelphia in the city of brotherly love uh matt harman what do you got
3: yeah this is a this is a fun game i guess depending on your <laughs> definition of fun <laughs> what's your definition okay yeah of <laughs> uh, the eagle smashing the bear yeah, uh, yeah, should well, be pretty fun should be an absolute belief. i think you probably want to get all your Eagles in, in the lineup. I think you probably want to trend that way every week. Um, Alshon Jeffrey revenge game. Oh, oh yeah. I yes. forgot about that.
2: And up. he's been cooking. Like yeah, He man. has really
3: been cooking. Uh, not big yardage totals, but he's been getting in the end zone. So, I think Alshon Jeffrey's definitely starting to get a connection down with with, uh, with Carson Wentz. So, I think you're, you're playing all your Eagles. I don't think you need much analysis there. The running backs, though. Look, I know Jay Ajayi has finished with pretty good stat lines the last two weeks, but it is pretty clearly a committee backfield there, and they yeah. re- they really have no reason to super, split it up.
2: Super committee.
3: Yeah, they have no reason to split it up. Legarrette Blunt's played well this year. Corey Clement has played well of late, so there really no reason to not uh, to for them to switch it up. And so Jay Ajayi is just not going to turn into a workhorse. So I mean, he's not like none of those backs like must play options to me. Uh, if you just want a exposure to the Eagles offense, then you play them and, and yeah. hope one of them rips off a big play. I agree. Uh, on the Bears side, it's. It's not. It's not a good matchup for for Jordan Howard. The Eagles have a pretty solid run defense. Uh, they are on the road. That it, that is Chicago. So, but I think you play Howard every week. He's second in the NFL in carries with 192.
1: I'm terrified of the game script too, though.
3: It's su- Yeah, no, it sucks. I mean, the, the floor is is horrible. Yeah, but John uh, Fox is still gonna run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even down, even they're that, down
4: 35 3 that Thursday that night game where they where, where Glennon. I think uh, the the last time Glennon started against the Packers. It was a terrible game script for the Bears blowout. running backs, and and Howard still had like 13 or 14 points.
3: Yeah, but. the the floor is 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 gross. I mean, you could you could definitely see him rush for like 15 for 50 or something, yeah. something awful like that. I mean, yeah. like he did against the Packers uh, in Week 10, right? And that wasn't even a total blowout. So, hopefully we don't see something like that. I think you just have to play Howard and, and, and hope for the best, even though it's right. a
1: terrible spot. Buffalo taking on KC in Kansas City. Matt Franchise, what do you got? Yeah,
4: we mentioned the Tyrod news. That's nice. Uh, he, I think he's a streamer. Kansas City's defense can uh, be picked on by opposing pass catchers. Uh, and these the Kansas City's also allowed the sixth most rushing yards to quarterbacks this year, and we all know Ooh. Ty God can get it done with his feet. Into yeah, buddy. I think you fire up Charles Clay as a high-volume tight end and Shady McCoy – can get it done no matter what the game script is. We saw that last week. He, he I think he was the RB two last week. There's got to be a deep sleeper on Buffalo's wide receiver core. No. Deontay against Thompson KC?
1: against
2: KC. There's nobody. Deontay Zay Thompson Jones? would be the guy. Throw a dart at the board of wide receivers they have. There's, there's just there's no consistency. consistency. Like, I, like I said, only one guy. Zay Jones is the only one since week five that's had back-to-back games with five-plus targets. Everybody else, it's like Deontay Thompson, four for a hundred, then one for eight. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then, he's then only 10 produced in,
3: in like total blowouts.
2: And, I mean, same with Zay Jones. I mean, he's get, like nine targets, two catches next week. Oh, he'll catch four or five. This has like, been
1: so bad in the secondary, though. I just yeah. there's got to be somebody. You want, there's some dart throw in Buffalo. I just know that some there's some guy. Bu- some if, guy in Buffalo is going to blow up. Sure. Andre if, Holmes.
2: Andre Holmes. But it's <laughs> right. just so. It's there's no way to predict yeah, it. That's right, why I just right. want Tyrod instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If okay. Jordan
3: Matthews plays. Oh yeah, forgot about him. He's in, he was <laughs> he's, he's Gosh. About he was, an an, was inactive last week. Uh, if he plays, I think he could he could be interesting. Okay, there you go. And but then uh, yeah, it's real thin. for
4: Kansas City, their offense has just been bad the last couple games. I think last week the weather had something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is a get right game for everyone. Alex Smith, Kareem Hunt. Obviously, you're going to play Travis Kelsey because he's a tight end one every week. Yep. Uh, if they can't correct. Uh, you know, the offensive woes against the Bills who've been one of the worst defenses, then I would start to panic on these guys. All right, later
1: Sunday games. Seattle taking on San Francisco in the yay. Gelhar, what do you got?
2: I mean, start your Seahawks passing attack pieces. Uh, They don't have a great ground game to exploit this bad San Francisco run defense. I mean, maybe you want to do J.D. McKissick as a deep sleeper, but if Mike Davis is hurt, I guess Thomas Rawls, who's a healthy scratch, could come back. Who knows? But you want to start You want to, to <clears throat> Russ, Jimmy, Doug could probably throw a dart at Paul Richardson maybe if you wanted. Uh, San Francisco's side of the ball. have they, they haven't declared a start yet, have they? I don't think so. I think they, it's going to be like Bethard, gonna go though, with right? Bethard, though. Yeah, so it's probably going to be Bethard. Uh, not a great spot for him. Uh, you might want to still throw out Marquise Goodwin, though, because he's got such a high ceiling, and the Seahawks' defense is a little more susceptible to the pass now with yep. all the injuries they've had in right. uh, to Cam Chancellor. Earl Thomas is 100%. Richard Sherman's out. Uh, and then Carlos Hyde should have lots of volume, and he did. Ma- he has mashed the Seahawks a couple times in recent years. But I'm not other scared. than that, there's not much else to take from this game.
1: I mean, you know, Seattle made some plays against Atlanta, but, I mean, ultimately they gave up, what, 30-some-odd points? Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, so it is what it is. You know what I mean? They, they've been ravaged by injuries, so yeah. there you go. Denver taking on Oakland. Paxton Lynch expected to start. Matt Harmon, what do you got?
2: This is the new coordinator, off by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: new coordinator for Oakland's defense. Uh, new coordinator for Denver's offense. But good God, Paxton Lynch—it's a great spot for him to get to start against a terrible Raiders secondary that allows over seventy percent of the passes against him to be completed. And it's actually oh, a th-
1: smart move by Denver. I think. Oh, yeah,
3: And know, oh, by the way, they—yeah, if you haven't heard, <laughs> they do not have interception this year. It's amazing. What? <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, that is amazing. Like that's—that's that's honestly just like. It's Im- like impossible. It's impossible that that that, ha- that <laughs> like a tip ball.
1: Yeah, like, just by accident. It's
2: it's a, never a, happened a, before. A
1: jump ball, like
2: I mean, how a hail, a hail mary attempt at the end of half, a tipped pass. How yeah, uh, like quarterback how? doesn't see a linebacker and tells it right insane. to him. Like how it's, it's insane.
3: Uh, but so Paxton Lynch gets a good spot to to start here. But dude, he's been.
2: Awful.
3: Like in the in the preseason, he was bad. I mean, in the preseason he lost his job as Trevor start Simeon. Start last wasn't year, he was not even close too. when he played last year. He yeah. was bad. Uh, I don't. I don't have any faith at all that Paxton Lynch is going to come out here and show anything good. I mean, if he does, so do we? That, do we bench great. Thomas and Sanders? Then is the question. I, I, I don't know. It makes me real nervous. Uh, they I don't, should still
2: have volume. Like yeah, else, right. Who else he going to throw to?
3: Like they they're going to have volume. It's a good matchup for them. Obviously, I think you probably side with playing them because. Just because the matchup is good, and, and I think Lynch might not completely fall on his face, but holy hell, man, I, I don't have a good feeling about it. And that extends to the backfield, too, where it's still pretty much a straight committee. De- Devontae Booker saw more Pass. carries than C.J. Anderson last week. Uh, even though C.J. scored the touchdown, don't care.
1: Yep, <laughs> passing on all that. Uh, New Orleans taking on the Rams. Matt Franchise, what do you got?
4: You're firing up your New Orleans running backs. Ingram and Kamara never sit them again. Wow, or, hot take. Never, never. Wow. Uh, uh, the Rams are susceptible to uh, running back fantasy points, so Eight. that's like they the big def- uh, weakness in their defense. So I don't know if you start Breeze. I don't really like. I don't know.
2: On the road, bit cross country trip. He Like last week, he popped up in like yeah. chasing that game. Like he had a lot of his fantasy production True. came late in the fourth quarter. Uh, I just – I feel like they're going to lean on the run game. And, like, he had, had yeah, only one touchdown pass. <laughs> he had, like, no touchdown passes in, like, two of his three games before that.
4: Yeah, he's just kind of up and down. He's not an every-week starter anymore. It's weird. Yeah, it's uh, I, th- I still think you start Michael Thomas. He's got – he's had a safe floor all year. The okay. volume is there. He'll get you 90 yards. Uh, Goff, I don't think you start him in this game. The Saints' defense has been pretty good. Yep. Like Harmon said earlier, if Lattimore is out, that might change. Uh but I don't know what his status is. It's too early in the week to tell, I think.
1: Well, Okafor is also out on the defensive line, so they're struggling yeah, nice. a little right. bit. Yeah, so, and Okafor has been a, a surprise good player for them.
2: I think Goff's okay. He I'd, I'd put him, like, around – who would you rather start, Matthew Stafford or Goff? I think I'd start Goff. 100%. So, like, he's, he's, at, I don't know. he's at the like, QB like, 10 to 14 range this week. 100% I Goff. 100% Goff. I mean, yeah, I, it, it's,
1: it's, it's the, I mean, it's the league's leading offense. I mean, it's, they're going to do damage.
2: It's
4: also this could be a shootout. Like, it's two high scoring teams. Could be a shootout. So you know, I think you're, you you got to start Todd Gurley. Obviously, like Harmon said, he likes Watkins. I said I like Cooper Cup. I
2: don't think you're starting anyone else. I mean, in I'm sprints. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and I'm having a hard time finding like ten quarterbacks that for sure play over Golf this week.
3: Yeah, he's just uh, he's been very very like matchup sensitive, and I oh yeah, can
2: make the argument either yeah. way for the Saints. Like, yeah. yeah, absolutely
3: good matchup because but they have of the pace injuries. of play. They have injuries. Golf's at home. It's not a good you know they have played well on defense this year too yeah
4: yeah it's a w- it's it should this should be the game of the week
2: either way I agree I'm really lucky. if only it was on Sunday night I know football. oh speaking of Sunday Night football instead no. oh let's not it. speak of it
1: Green Bay take it on Pittsburgh in
4: Pittsburgh I'm all ju- about this
1: Smith Schuster dealing with a minor hamstring injury doesn't sound serious but it is something to keep an eye on because hamstrings are very sensitive Matt Harmon what do you got in this game the Packers also on Ju- just note, note on Juju Smith-Schuster,
3: he has the high or the highest passer rating in the NFL when targeted out of the slot among receivers this year, one hundred fifty three point eight. The Packers give up a one hundred eight point six passer rating to slot receivers this year; that is the fifth most in the NFL. So, there's Juju has a good matchup. The only reason I'm I'm a little worried about him, obviously with the injuries as well too. I think that the Steelers just roll this game. I mean, it's in it's in Heinz Field,
2: the Packers. This game should be impossible for them to play down to their opponent, like <laughs> like as we've joked about before, and we saw it happen against the Colts. Like Big Ben's gonna say, "Nope, hold my beer." There, there is just no way they should be.
1: I can't play down to my. It's opponent. also nope, it's also beer. like
3: enough of a name team that I think that they get up for they it. They get up for it a little bit, yeah, and they smack around Brett Hundley, who's just like an abject. Who's worse, Brett Hundley or Scott Tolzien? It's Tolzien. You sound awful confident for uh, having watched Brett Hundley recently for the last four or five games. Yeah, but t- Tolzien. Isn't he throwing like two career touchdowns to nine interceptions or something like that? Yes. Tolzien?
2: Yeah, it's abysmal. been like ten games. I mean, Hundley's yeah, yes. kind of on that pace right now too. Right. I will say
3: uh, – Only Packers player you can play is Devontae Adams in my opinion.
2: Yeah, definitely Jamal Williams will
3: probably get squashed. I don't want to play Jamal Williams. I don't even really want and, to play Jamal Williams the rest of the way. <laughs> I don't I don't care if he gets 20 carries or his 60 yards in this dirtbag offense.
2: Uh, I don't care. I was going to say by the way, I feel like I mentioned this on the pod earlier but some some stats since November 1st uh, the last 3 games, the Packers are only allowing 59 rushing yards per game third in the NFL. That's crazy. And 2.3 yards per carry second oh in the NFL. Oh my goodness. So Bell should still rip through them, but just maybe like could, because of volume, and I'm assuming Pittsburgh will be way up, but just potentially lower expectations. I don't I don't know that this is one of Bell's like a chillion point weeks. But if I mean, Packers didn't
3: just lose Kenny Clark,
2: yeah, that well that's true. He's got a high and ankle sprain. He, 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 was yeah. yeah, he was a big part defense, of their interior part of So, so I, think, I think. Never mind. I take everything back. The um. Packers are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: no Packers optimism here. The pri- privilege is dead. The
2: privilege is dead. I don't know why this game is on Sunday night. It's going to be a nightmare. Oh, it's going to be a disaster. Today. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, go to the website wait. if you want. yes real quick oh, wait what at what minute mark in this game is it over <laughs> uh, uh minute
3: one <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, it's already
2: over <laughs> uh, five minutes <laughs> it's 11 a.m pacific time on wednesday the sunday night football game is over i'm gonna say i will say at halftime i'll
1: i'll give it to halftime i think i think pittsburgh could be up like Twenty-one to three. I'm gonna say 12.
2: four minutes left in the first quarter. To the Holy it's over whoa! It's gonna be
1: fourteen zippers, and that's yeah. it. Good night.
3: Pretty I much stand much. by what I said five <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> you said it a minute ago. Calm down. No, 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 no. I, I meant that it's oh, it was over five minutes. Oh, okay. oh okay. I see. Current time. French. Current.
1: What's your projection? Uh, okay. Good.
4: Uh, halftime. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. say halftime. Yeah, we'll give like, it. Give them the halftime. I like seventeen-three. I like. And it drop. just
1: feels like uh these guys can't do anything.
4: And then the Steelers just romp them in the second half. Le'Veon Bell goes for 200 That's what happened. Yep.
1: Okay. All right. I like it. Go to the website if you want info on Houston taking on Baltimore, Cleveland taking on Cincinnati. I think that's the game. Oh, that is the game. We're picking. Hey, I tell you what. You can go to the website or you can watch NFL Pick'em.
2: Uh, I should have all the matchups up, NFL.com slash fantasy matchups, probably Friday morning. I wanna, I'm want i trying to get through today, but trying, there's trying, just trying. no teams on and yeah. <laughs> Condensed week. It's been a disaster. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, uh, Miami
1: at is. New England, also on the website. Gosh. Jacksonville at Arizona, also on the website. All right, let's close out your show. Real ugly games there <laughs> <laughs> with daily daps. Daps. playing
2: gabber revenge game. That is not ugly. It's, but it's ugly. Daps. It's daps. All daps to
1: playing Gabbert. <laughs>
2: Daps. Daps.
1: Uh, Alex Gilhart, kicks off.
2: Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to give an anti-dap to net neutrality repeal. Yeah, what's if up with you that? you have not been following this story, yeah. you need to. You need to make some phone calls to your congresspeople, to the FCC, whatever. Uh, I'm trying to find out more information on what we can do to fight it. But the FCC is trying to repeal net neutrality, which is an act that prohibits – uh, cable companies and internet companies from just messing everything up. Splitting up your data. So Splitting like, up your data. So you'd have to pay to use social media. You'd have to pay a different fee to use Netflix. Yep. If you're a gamer, <clears throat> you'd have to pay to game. You They you they could do this, and they probably would because they're evil companies. Like, they're making record profits right now. Why do yeah. you need to take this thing off of them because they already have too much power it's going to screw the consumers it's a disaster like there have been stories of things that have happened in past before net neutrality like of companies like clamping down on apps bandwidth because they yep. want people to buy other apps like right. slowing down FaceTime on the iPhones and things like that yeah. because they wanted to do other stuff like it gives way too much power to them it's something you should be absolutely like roiled up about like there it's so stupid and it's so Frustrating because it would just give them all the power, and Let me it, it would it just rip it out of our pockets. It would ruin the internet. It would ruin it. Yeah,
3: uh, and of all things, I mean, come on, just
2: live. Give us the internet. Leave,
3: leave the internet. <laughs> leave the internet
2: alone. You want us to go back to books? <laughs> I'm Hang not out at the
3: library. I'm not going back to books.
2: I love books. Just uh, I, yeah, yeah, Give <laughs> us the internet. Of course, you love books.
3: Um, Every, it's nice to read a good book before you walk down to the cinema. The cinema, the one with no riffraff. Sorry, right. I'm
2: sorry, I'm cultured, you fools. Oh, okay, the cultured <laughs> argument. Here we go. James, what were you gonna say?
1: No, I was gonna say net neutrality, man. It's like uh, imagine this world where they clamp down on all the bandwidth to Netflix and Time Warner's like, oh, you know what? We control your internet. So instead of getting Netflix. But you know what you could get? You could get the Time Warner app and watch all of our Time Warner crappy shows. Right. Uh, and we'll give you unlimited bandwidth to the Time Warner app because guess what? We control the internet. We control the flow of the internet. That I don't want to live in that world. I don't, don't want to live in that world, world either. Why?
2: I don't want to live in that why world. Why do they need that power? They don't. When you make record profit... They already have a monopoly on everything. It's do. not like you can move into an apartment and be like, man, I sh- which cable company should I pick from? No. Nope. You're, s- you're t- siphoned into one already. <laughs> so you're going to get siphoned into that one, and they're going to be like, here's what you can and cannot like. And if you <laughs> like other stuff, you're going to have to pay more. Exactly. Seriously, it's not that hard. The number for the Senate, hold on. I put it into my phone because I've been calling a lot oh, more lately. Yeah, buddy. So, The Senate uh, on the speed dial. Senate. Senate? Home. 202-224-3121. Isn't I think that it's, the office number? With that? No, that's the switchboard that I connects you, you just, there. As you so said, home. Oh, that, well, it's listed as home in my iPhone just because I entered. <laughs> and it, says it was it It was Senate a, home. It, it was a bad joke. <laughs> it's a bad joke. <laughs> but call, call your representatives. Tell them to no to stop this. The FCC. We have to do something. There's no it's reason. Be
1: awful. There's no reason to to repeal it. There's
4: none. Absolutely. It's. It's,
2: it's the, the only reason is to line the pockets of the insanely rich even more. Unbelievable. Matt Franchise. What do you got?
4: Uh, undaily daps to the weather in L.A. for Thanksgiving. It's going to be 90 degrees tomorrow. It What's is. wrong with that? 90 degrees th- uh, It's stupid hot it for is, it's so hot. Thanksgiving. It's so hot. Uh, I- it doesn't feel like the holidays. I want to be wearing oh, God. a You're flannel.
1: Com- the upper upstate
4: New York
2: guy. Sweatshirt.
4: Yes. Boots.
2: Bro, you live Jeans in Jeans
4: lined with fleece? You're legitimately Jeans lined with fleece. I had a pair of those back what? in the day.
2: Oh yeah, when you live in the cold, James, those things are a godsend. You're
4: you're legitimately undressed. I don't want it to weather be weather in LA. I don't want it to be 90 degrees on Thanksgiving. Okay. That's oh, too hot. Wow. This you is talk about privilege. Wev- weather 70? Privilege. <laughs> She's 70? Crickets. 70's fine. <laughs> 70's too hot. Too hot, man.
1: Unbelievable.
3: I agree. Wow.
1: It's Screw smart. you guys. <laughs> This is, and by the way, the crickets came from the from a gala.
4: You're from the Northeast, are you not? Yeah, I'm from Boston. From Boston. 90 yeah.
1: degrees. Come she, on, she loves it.
4: Yeah, but like you lost us all with the fleece-lined pants. <laughs> like what? Why'd you move to LA? Fleece-lined. For a job. Go home. <laughs> it's I won't. Cold. I won't have a job at home. She it's straight cold. told you to get out. It's cold at home. Get out. I love it. Wow. I'm. 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 So a, I'm I'll a, go. I'm gonna go to the beach. Who wants to roast a damn turkey in 90 degree weather? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to roast a turkey in the <laughs> oven for 6 hours when it's 90? It's 90 Cali, years old. bro. Oh, Go to the man. beach. Turn on turn on your AC. Se- I'm not complaining I, if it's oh. 75. Sure.
1: Listen, we are gonna fire up my AC in my house. That is for damn
4: sure. My point is you shouldn't need AC on Thanksgiving. It is kind the of the government crazy. controls the weather. <laughs> oh geez. <laughs> that's my point. That's the point. Have you and you the, ha- the, the NFL money from your power
3: bill. The, the NFL fantasy conspiracy <laughs> podcast here at the end of the show. Have you been hanging out with
2: that guy that's building his own rocket to prove the Earth is flat? Yes. Makes a lot of sense. I didn't want to oh, tell you guys. Uh, that guy's yeah. from California, by the way. Well, of course he is. If you missed that bad. story, uh I don't f forget if I tweeted it or not, but there is some man in California. California, who is building his own rocket that he's going to launch himself into the air with yes. to prove that the, the Earth is flat. Is. He's going
4: to get up to, like, 30,000 feet and be like, oh,
2: I was wrong. Oh, it's disappointing. I just realized we lost our flat Earth audience. <laughs> Shucks. And this <laughs> thing has no
4: landing gear. Oh, uh, shoot. If you're a flat Earther, don't listen to <Shucks>.
3: Don't listen to the show and don't watch NFL Pick'em on Saturdays at, <laughs> at 8 a.m., 3
1: p.m. <coughs> and 11 p.m. Good plug. Good pl- plug. Or Eastern. Plug, good Shoot. plug. I like it. Matt Harmon, what do you got? Uh,
3: I'm going to give it daily daps to the holiday season, uh, whether it's hot or not, because, <laughs> because of food takes, man. Food takes – Littering the timeline right now, some completely horrible. Many, uh, so yours? actually, many completely horrible. Yeah, and what, that's some, some, what are I'm some sure of your favorites
2: so far? Because I've got a couple. In my fa- my favorite, my
3: favorite is the is the ham discussion because for whatever reason, like people have very strong opinions about ham. I like ham. I like ham too. I like ham. But too. some people are just just slandering the hell out of it's poor ham.
2: Well, I was shocked this morning when you've asked me like four times. I've never in, intimated at all that I was going to make a ham for Thanksgiving. And this morning, I too, cur- he's, like, I don't he's, he's like, bro, you making a ham for tomorrow? And I'm like, well, because I'm no. getting all
3: excited about eating some freaking ham because everybody's just tracking it on the timeline. Hamming it up. And you know, something <laughs> like that. But listen, I think I think ham is good. It's not like a main give co- oh, a <laughs> break. <it, right. laughs> hey Tamposi, leave the podcast. You don't want us you don't want us bantering at the end.
1: Wait, I am confused. She's, She's out. I, She's putting no,
2: you guys on the bad taste. I'm
1: legitimately confused. People don't like People ham. People don't like ham.
3: I don't, for whatever reason. But uh, so that's one of my favorites. Um I find it's a thing. I find the, the I like
4: the, I don't know. The ha- ham ha- slander. It's weird.
3: Sorry. I, I enjoy the mac and cheese like oh. uh the the, the I can't I can't think of the exact word for it but like mac and cheese is so good. Mac and cheese like a uh, privilege slander, I don't <laughs> know. Like people what people have very high standards about like their mac and cheese which is is fun to, to track too. Oh.
2: I've been loving people like I mean everybody can agree cranberry sauce is the worst. Yeah, that's like,
3: like a universal. Every once in a while incorrect. someone
4: love cranberry
3: sauce. Uh I was just going to say uh, every once in a while some jackass so <laughs> well now I can point at this I believe Marcus pop.
4: Marcus had cranberry sauce as, as his number 3 in his top 5 of Thanksgiving Day dishes oh, on like Snapchat. Yeah, he uh, also worse. won't eat salt and vinegar chips though. Who? That's yeah, true. that's Marcus? Marcus.
2: Marcus. Yeah, that's. Can't true. really trust that guy. Yeah. He's been hanging out with Harmon too much. He's getting some bad food takes.
4: <laughs> Cran- but, Do a
2: little uh, cranberry sauce. Cranberry
1: sauce is
4: great. I don't put it on stuff, but uh, I like a little tang. Oh
3: man.
4: I like I like the really
3: hot takes about stuffing <laughs> because I can't think of like a more boring food than stuff. Like what? I think stuffing is no, 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 no. so good. I love stuffing. I think it's good. But I just find it so funny I that people stuffing. get. So, I find it just funny little, people get thyme, so little rosemary. People people get so fired up about people it. But, like but none of you idiots eat it ever, other
1: than one day of the year. <laughs> correct. I actually do eat it quite often. Well. That, I love it. That explains a lot. You know, you know what I put in it too—cranberries. Oh my God! I'll <laughs> we'll give you some stuffing. <laughs> yeah, hit the crickets drop. You can put
2: cranberries <laughs> in it. Just get the cranberry sauce, sauce out of here. Okay, there you go. God.
1: Um, I was gonna, I was gonna daily depth the uh, the Thanksgiving holiday as well. Uh, I know it's coming up tomorrow. Real original, James. I know it's not very original at all, but uh, <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. I'm as a as a as a fat person trapped in a semi-fat person's body. Um, I. <laughs> Fat person trapped <laughs> in a semi-fat person's body. I uh, <clears throat> I do particularly enjoy these holidays because it's like you know you can eat as much as you want
2: and not feel bad about it. Oh, Although just you eat can't. all day. Oh, it's all day. It's so good. It's all day. Can't wait until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's be great right. uh,
1: because because I like, I we have the day off tomorrow and it's like for the first time you don't have to be in the office watching football. You know what I mean? So you can yep. watch the football, you're
2: eating, you're, oh, I'm you're excited chatting, to it's to drunk. drunk. Doing whiskey shots. I'm going to be eating some delicious breakfast and drinking like a beer mimosa in the morning and then oh, yeah. doing that all day. I Ch- off cheese cakes.
4: breakfast with beer and coffee,
2: obviously Obviously, you. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Beautiful>. Cheese breakfast. <laughs> you, ever, you ever heard of the cheese coffee beer biscuit? I did. You put it all in there and yeah. you brew it up and then you put it in the that oven. Actually, that actually sounds awesome. I'd eat, I, I'd poor,
3: it. poor Erica behind the glass looks like she wants to be
4: literally anywhere. Else. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather be lit on fire right now than what? Than sitting here <laughs> listening, listening to, to you meetings? guys talk about your food.
2: That's drastic. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, Tanfalsi hit me with the daily. Dap.
1: I
2: like don't even have anything to dap. <laughs> like, I'm like I
1: like all just, the joys. Yeah. Can, out you of can
2: undaps us yeah. for that yeah. discussion. You know Perfect. what? Honestly, I, yeah. Yeah.
1: I just want to go eat, okay. so yeah, let's get you know. yeah, yeah, wanna wanna out of here. I want to eat some lunch, I'm, too. I'm, I, all, I, all right, that's the podcast. For the WizKid from Wisconsin, Alex Gilhar. For Matt Harmon, Matt Franchise, Erica Tamposi, the great producer behind the glass. I am James Cole. You can listen to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. We'll see you. See you later.